Astros looking for their ninth win in a row. Now, another Astros podcast. The 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And that is the ball game. That's nine in a row for the Astros as they beat the Texas Rangers 6-5. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Bill Brown joined by Astros general manager Jeff Luno before the Astros wrap up this three-game series against the Texas Rangers. And uh, Astros playing about as well as they have during your, your time as GM. Jeff, nine wins in a row, have taken the first two games of this series, looking for the sweep in Arlington. 22-7 uh, and seven May, the Astros are, are coming off. And, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun to watch this team uh, just click on all cylinders right now. Well, it sure is. I mean, two years ago we had a 10-game winning streak, so I'm hoping we can at least match or surpass that. But, you know, it is the team is playing well. It's a lot of fun. And I think that it's a sign of the team that we've put together over the past few years. It's been a long road to get here, but the fruits are starting to pay off, and I think it's going to be an exciting summer for us. In 2012, you drafted Carlos Correa and Lance McCullers with your top two picks, and now five years later, they're both coming off very good months of May. In fact, uh, Correa, Player of the Month, McCullers, Pitcher of the Month in May. So tell us, did you see that coming five years ago? (laughs) I wish I could say I did. I mean, we did as much as we could that year to maximize what we could get out of the draft. And by taking Carlos with the first pick, signing him for a little under slot, and using that way to sign McCullers and Ruiz, you know, we figured we were taking a little more uh, risk, but also had an opportunity to get the upside. And I think here we are uh, six years later, five years later, and we're seeing that upside present itself in the big leagues. And those two guys have been a key part of our resurgence, and I think they're going to be a key part of anything that we do this year for sure. Hey, Jeff, uh A.J. Hinch announcing a little earlier that David Paulino would get the start for the Astros on Tuesday in Kansas City, uh, pitched on Wednesday in Minnesota, and uh, was replacing Joe Musgrove in the rotation. I know the Astros initially hoped Musgrove would just miss the the one start, but uh, now going to to miss two starts. A.J. Hinch didn't sound too concerned, but obviously uh, you hope to have uh, Joe Musgrove back as soon as you can. No doubt about it, and I think two things. First of all, it was great that Paulino was able to come up and give us the effort uh, the other night, punched out a bunch of guys, got through four innings, and hopefully we'll get five or six out of them on Tuesday. But, you know, secondly, we're going to be as cautious as we can be with all of our starting pitchers, with any ailments they have, minor as they may be. You know, we want them to be good in September and October. I think that's when it's most important. So anytime we can be a little cautious, and we have the opportunity right now with a, a decent lead in the division, to go ahead and skip a few starts if we need to to make sure that they're healthy and ready to go uh, later this year. Jeff, uh, James Hoyt now is very reliable. He had uh, his best leverage situation in the game last night, and the workload now is pretty evenly distributed among the relievers. There are uh, five guys who have pitched at least 20 times. He, he has joined that reliable core, hasn't he? Yeah, he certainly has, and I think it's great. He's got a lot of confidence from A.J. and the staff, and I think we saw that last week. You know, Gregerson got into a little bit of trouble, uh, A.J. had to bring in Will Harris a little earlier than he probably anticipated, and that meant that the eighth inning was uh, up for grabs. And the fact that he used voice signals that he's really got a lot of confidence in him. We'll have more with Astros general manager Jeff Luno right after this. Every baseball fan has a big league dream, and DraftKings wants to make them come true with the Big League Call-Up. We're offering 30 special contests over 30 days. Each winner will receive a different once-in-a-lifetime experience. You could be taking batting practice on the field, throwing out the first pitch before a game or acting as general manager for the day. Houston Astros select Carlos Correa. That's just to name a few. Step up to the plate at DraftKings.com and get ready to make your big league debut. DraftKings. Welcome back once again. Robert Ford, Bill Brown, joined by 
Astro General Manager Jeff Luno. Well, uh, Derek Fisher, one of the top prospects in the organization, Jeff, had a really impressive spring camp and uh, two hits yesterday for Fresno. Hit his 16th home run in that game, now hitting 344. He's driven in 39 runs, and I think in a, in a lot of organizations, and even with the Astros past years, probably would see Fisher in the big leagues right now, but you look at the, the way the outfield is playing and the way this lineup is doing, not really a spot for him. I mean, it's it's a nice problem to have to, to and Fisher's certainly not the only guy, but a nice problem to have to have guys who are at AAA and even AA who, who probably would be in the major leagues with other teams. You're right about that, and Derek Fisher has not only turned himself into one of the top prospects in our organization, he's one of the top prospects in all of baseball, and I think with what he's doing at AAA, he's demonstrating to everybody that he's ready for the big leagues, and he's be in the big leagues this year, whether it's later this summer or certainly in September, but you know, with his speed and power combination, ability to play defense in all three positions, you know, this is a guy that's going to be a part of this team later this year, uh, and certainly a guy that's going to be asked about in every trade conversation we have. So I, I wish we had more of guys like him. I mean, he's great. He's definitely a, an important piece of our puzzle going forward one way or the other, and I'm, I'm delighted that he's having a great year because he's a great player. Jeff, a week from tomorrow is the annual June draft, and uh, Mike Elias is running that. You're probably looking over his shoulder from time to time, but uh, Mike is very capable and he's proven his mettle in that regard. Nonetheless, uh, what do you hear about the talent for this year's draft? How does it size up? Well, we're excited because we have five picks in the top 100, so we want to add a lot of talent to our organization. We want to continue to do that because it's not only looking out for the Astros in 2017, we're looking out for the Astros in 2020 and 2025, and the draft is the way we continue to build the organization for the future. Mike and his guys have done a tremendous job. I've, I've seen the list that we're going to start – uh, meeting tomorrow in Houston, and we'll be going through players all week, and I can't wait to dig into it. There's a lot of pitchers out there that I play like. There's also some position players, both college and uh, high school. So it's going to be fun to go through the list, and it'll be really fun this Monday to make our five selections and add a lot more depth to the organization. You know, speaking of the, the draft, uh, just last year you drafted a Jake Rogers, uh, third-round pick, a catcher out of Tulane, and you know, everybody talked about how good he was defensively, but some questions about his bat. And, you know, he's uh, up at Bowie's Creek now, high A, started off at Quad City, hitting 286. So are you guys pretty pleased with the progress you've seen from, from Jake Rogers offensively in particular? Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, he had he had he showed some flashes of offense last year, but had 100 at that Quad City, did a really nice job, and now his OPS is, I think, 1,000 in Bowie's uh, Creek. So, you know, the fact is we drafted him for his defense. We think he is a catcher in the big leagues, an everyday catcher. Uh, but the fact is if he can continue to hit the way he's been demonstrating right now, um, he may be a, a very good everyday catcher in the big leagues. So we're excited. We've always been working to build our catching depth. Jake is one of our top guys right now. Kyle Tucker had a sensational start, and now he's been promoted to A Corpus Christi. What can you tell us uh, about how he's been after just a few games at double-A. Oh, we expect guys to have a little bit of struggle when they get to double-A because that's probably the biggest jump in the minor leagues. And what does Kyle Tucker do but go out the home run in his very first game? So, you know, this may be one of those special players we saw with Correa uh, where, you know, a high school player gets drafted, goes through the minor leagues, and he doesn't have many stumbles along the way. Um, Kyle Tucker may be one of those guys now so because uh, we're going to have some outfield opportunities for him probably next year or the year after, and I expect he's going to get every day outfielder for us. If not in 2018, certainly in 2019. All right, Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager, thanks so much for joining us. Okay, thanks for having me on, guys. Left arm dangling by his side. Now the hands come together for Breslow. Here's a 3-1. 
And Reddick hits this one softly in the right center field. Buxton coming on, and it hits off his glove. Coming in to score is Marisnik. Springer around third, trying to score, throw to the plate, the slide, safe. Astros are on top. Oh, my goodness. Astros trailed 8-2 to two coming into the inning. And they now lead it 9-8. to eight. Can you believe it? Night after night for the Astros. It seems like it's somebody new. It was a death by a million cuts this inning applied by the Astros. That one hung up in the air. It seemed like forever. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with Josh Reddick, obviously the right fielder for the Astros on best record in baseball. This has to be best team you ever played for, Josh? Uh, I think so. It's got to be up there. It's definitely the most fun I've had. In a clubhouse and the dugout, I mean, the moment we had in the comeback game in Minnesota was just the most fun I've ever been a part of, I think. And it's, it's pretty close to, um, you know, clinching on the last day of the season in wow. 2012. So it's definitely up there with that, obviously, without the division at stake. But, I mean, this, this is one very fun team that I'm very excited and very happy to be a part of. You guys are this three-game series with the Rangers, obviously a rival in the division. You've been in this division for a long time with the Oakland A's. What do you feel like the key is for this group of guys to having success against the Texas Rangers? Uh, I mean, put everything that was last year in the past. Uh, I think that last year was just, you know, something that happened against these guys and they just couldn't figure them out. I mean, look at what we've done against the Indians this year and look what else we've done against everybody else. So as long as we win our division games, we're going to be fine. And, you know, with new guys in here like Beltron and McCann to keep us kind of level-headed and keep yeah. all these guys who have been through these tough times with this team level-headed, I think it'll be a lot easier because I think we demonstrated at home, what we can do against these guys, and then, and then there's any fear that might have been left in the thoughts of those guys. I think that that fear is gone by now. Josh, you uh, had an interesting off day yesterday. Obviously, the team was off. You decided to go back home, and you got a chance to do something pretty special. Can you share that with us? Uh, yeah, I, I got up early yesterday back home in um, my hometown of Effingham County, Georgia, then went to Savannah. Saw a kid that I was sponsoring. Robert uh, Ford, uh, Steve Sparks, on your radio, yeah, the Houston Astros right so Radio Network. Um, saw him, visited him, and went to uh, immediately jumped in the car to. This Savannah has to been a production. Some kids and we had a couple of uh, local music artists come by with us as well. So I appreciate what they did for us. We yeah, we got to spend time there for about two hours, hand out some autograph baseballs, and and just get to talk to those kids. Anytime you can go in there and bring a smile and, and kind of keep their minds off of it, which is great for them because they had an easy time keeping yeah. their mind off of what was going on around them. So. Um, definitely very heartwarming, very heartbreaking for me to be able to experience that. But at the same time, you, you wouldn't trade it for the world because those kids are way stronger than we can even imagine. Not lost in the shuffle are the parents. I mean, the parents' are hearts are breaking, but what you're able to do for their kids, that touches you as well, right? It, it does. You know, I, I can't imagine putting myself in their shoes, nor do I want to put somebody in that in those shoes. But um, just seeing you know, anytime you see somebody suffering, it's not fun. I can't even imagine your own child. So I, I don't. I don't envy what they go through, and you just can't help but you know go in there and try to talk to them to kind of bring their spirits up as well because they are struggling, not as much, but you know pretty close to what their kids are experiencing. Because I can't guarantee it's probably not easy to watch. It's cool that you're able to give your time uh, on an off day, and it just gives you a little perspective too, doesn't it? It does. You know, I've done several hospital visits like that. I did one in Boston a few years ago when I was back in that organization. And, you know, that's one of the, the tougher hospitals in the country for, for kids to go to because they get all kinds of things. And you see things in there. I've seen kids that didn't even, you know, were over a year old and haven't even experienced going outside because their body can't handle it. So it's, it's definitely uh, heartbreaking at, at a lot of times during that moment. 
There you go. That's Josh Reddick. Josh, keep up the great work, man. It's great to have you here. So uh, keep it rolling, and uh, let's beat these Rangers. Hey, you know it. We'll do. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network.